Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. You know, when you finally make that commitment to do something for yourself and improve your life, i.e. personal development, changes really do happen for the better. And when we talk about personal development, lots of different aspects involved in that, but it is exactly what it sounds like. You are personally developing yourself into something more positive. And he is somebody who's helped, he and his team actually have helped a lot of people do that. He's the founder and CEO of the UK College for Personal Development. And today we're going to talk about how it can lead to your success with Tony Nutley. Tony, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm great, Steve, and thanks for having me back again. Really enjoyed these uh, these conversations we've been having over the last few weeks. Absolutely. Same here. And it's great to have you back. And we learn so much in talking with you. And well, we have learned a lot, not just in personal development, but NLP and so much more. But let's let's look at that, how personal development can transform you into somebody who attains the success that you're looking for. Yeah, sure. Well, interestingly, I was um, d- delivering a couple of days basic coach training skills uh, to a group of health professionals in London over the last few days. And one of the questions that came up was, is there one key skill or key thing that we should learn or ought to study that really will help us accelerate our personal development and unlock opportunities for future success, <clears throat> be that either personally or indeed professionally. And, you know, actually, Steve, it's a question I get asked a lot, as you can imagine, heading up the College of Personal Development. People ask, is there one key thing that I ought to be doing? And really, it, it's not one thing, it's a combination of things. And they all sort of fall into this notion of personal development. I often say to people, if you think about what the famous uh, Jim Rowan said, in his essay, The Miracle of Personal Development, success is not something you pursue. What you pursue will elude you. It's like trying to catch butterflies. Success is something you attract and accumulate by the person you become, i.e. you become more attractive. And so the idea really of personal development is I'm here. There are certain maybe pointy bits in my personality or sticky out bits in my personality. It's not quite smooth or rounded out and grounded. And I might want to look at, you know, I might want to improve myself be a better communicator, uh, be better at uh, setting goals, be more self-aware, having a positive mindset, uh, and so on. How interesting the way you put that, Tony, because let's look at it this way. If you're somebody who's attractive, let's say you're looking for uh, a relationship, you know, maybe uh, your life partner, whatever it might be, you will attract somebody who is is more in line with you if you show yourself to be more attractive. And I don't just mean by looks, but partly I do. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. But, you know, looks uh, are great to start with, but they soon become secondary if you're not a particularly nice individual or grounded or rapportful or kind or, you know, self-aware and you, you, you're a real person, as it were, who, you know, let's be fair about this, has spent some time thinking, how could I be a better person by investing in some form of personal development. I want to be a better human being, better husband, better wife, better boyfriend, better member of my community, better employee, better boss, uh, and so on. Sure. Hey, you know, where I was going with that was also if, let's say, 
you're you go out to an event and you don't you haven't had a haircut in a long time you're just not dressed well you just you you don't look very attractive you're not really going (laughs) to attract anybody but if you take care of yourself and that also means in terms of your personal development your mindset everything you have to offer to somebody uh you'll attract better quality people just because you've taken the time. And it seems to be the same way in terms of success. If you've taken the time to invest in yourself with personal development, you will attract that success to you. It's not like you have to go out after it, try and find it. It's coming to you. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, what we often say is, excuse me, you know, without some form of getting ready, you know, what is success? It's opportunity and preparedness meeting. So if you're not prepared for the opportunity when it comes along, you trip over it and you curse it. You think, oh, you know, blinking thing. Uh, But if you are prepared, you know, you'd invested in, you know, having a mindset of success, uh, plenty, being rapportful, you know, uh, all of these type of things, you'll be ready to go. Actually, there's an opportunity here to do something different, maybe to advance my career or to meet some interesting people and just generally sort of move forward in life, either personally or indeed professionally. So what's the first step? What should you be thinking of when it comes to to personal development? Now, we've already we've already established that once you go down that road, it will eventually the, the success will be attracted to you, things that you're looking for, because you're, you're in a better mindset. Um, but if somebody wants to really start at the beginning, it starts with a conversation with you and, and your team. And then where does it go from there? Yeah, sure. So it's, excuse me, it starts with that conversation about, you know, where I am and where I want to be. And if it's with a team, it's okay. This is where we are collectively. This is where we are. Um, but we've had some feedback maybe from clients or I've had feedback from peers that say, well, sometimes you are a bit prickly or you're a bit difficult, uh, argumentative or just a little bit, you know, not easy to get on with. Okay. How do I go about changing that? And, you know, then it gets to that point because, well, I do want to change it. Okay. We, we set ourselves a goal. And we start working on that. And there are lots of ways to improve ourselves. You know, people think often, well, Tony, I know you talk about personal development, but I've been on your website and some of your courses are like super expensive. And I go, yeah, some are. However, there are lots of things that are not expensive that are a great place to start. And, you know, I think I've mentioned on one of these calls with you before, journaling is super powerful. You could buy, you know, a couple of personal development books or self-help books. I think a lot of people refer to them as they're not very, very expensive. And that can get you well on the way to thinking about where you're at, where you want to be and how to get there. So how do I begin to change my personality? How do I begin to develop better communication skills, better rapportful uh, skills to get on with people, uh, you know, in a more smooth uh, and conducive, uh, collegiate way. What do people tell you, Tony, after <clears throat> going through some some personal development sessions? Do they have more clarity in the direction they want to go in? Does it better define really what their uh, what their goals are? Yeah, I think clarity is, in fact, the word uh, that I would use. And in fact, uh, you know, the Brian Tracy, the well-known author and uh, personal development speaker, says clarity is one of the most important things uh, in life. But you, without clarity, you get confusion. So clarity, 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 clarity about what I want, where I'm going, and how I want to be when I'm with other people. And once you're clear about that, you can start in, to implement uh, the strategy. Hmm. Are there different strategies that you offer with personal development? I know you have different courses, but yeah, do, I'm, where I'm going with that is, 
where somebody would make a decision, you know what, I need that direction of personal development or I need to go in that direction? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think any any start is a start. You know, it doesn't have to be very specific. And really, you know, you have a conversation with a potential client uh, and you say, okay, what is it that you really, really want out of this process? You're clear you want to make a change. What is that? Uh, how much time have you got? How, what's your kind of budget? What sort of development do you want to put into this? Do you want to jump in feet first or do you just want to dip your toes in? You know, Steve, the thing is, what I always say to people, there are four pillars that create success, four key pillars of success. The first one is having a, a solid philosophy of personal success. You know, I know I can do this, a good belief system, basically. And then the four pillars are rapport, the ability to get on with people. And if you find that difficult, you need to work on that. To be goal or outcome orientated, rather than always looking at problems and complaining, 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 be solution orientated. What could we do? This would be a great idea. Let's go in this direction. And then acuity to see what's really there, not project our stuff onto situations or onto other people. And then finally, one of the most important pillars, especially in the world we live in at the moment, is flexibility. Not to be, you know dogmatic or rigid in your views to be flexible and to accept that other people have got different views and different models of the world, different ways of doing things and being all right with that. And, you know, there's no right answer for a lot of different things. There's different ways of getting things done, different, you know, belief systems that different people have. Be okay with that. You know, be okay that people are going to be different with you. And in fact, see that difference as a strength rather than than a problem. Let's talk about personal development and also NLP and how it can help different businesses, companies, and and organizations. Yeah, sure. So, you know, that's the main part of the work that I do. I mean, the team do lots of other things here, Um, but the main part is within organizations. So I, as an example, I just mentioned, you know, a couple of days training with some health professionals uh, in London. That was interesting because they're already qualified in what they do, you know, nutrition and helping people, with all sorts of interesting things from uh, quite a broad spectrum from, you know, general health and well-being, you know, weight and nutrition and diet and stuff right through to, to, to mental health. And what, what they were getting, what they wanted was to have coaching skills to be able to really work with their clients successfully. So they're, you know, up and coming organization, really, really lovely people, I have to say. And I really enjoyed my two days with them. But at the end of that, they could really see how they could use the, both the NLP models and tools that we looked at, plus the coaching frames that we looked at and explored, how they can implement that into their business to help their clients uh, achieve outcomes uh, uh, in a much more, what we say, fast, collegiate, uh, and successful way. So that's like one example. I guess another example I might use is for years and years and years, I've worked with um, a couple of different organizations that are, are lawyers, not that I'm a lawyer and I don't have a legal background, but you know they hired me as a coach, and then that developed into doing some training programs. And so we we developed a, a leadership program for their senior partners uh, using some NLP tools like uh, Robert Dilt's Logical Levels as an example, and outcome setting, and a whole bunch of other things, including some coaching uh, uh, elements as well, and you know to really accelerate their abilities. Uh, as leaders within their organization. And they've gone on from strength to strength to strength. I mean, they're now one of the top 100 law firms here in the UK. Uh, and, and I'm pleased to have been part of that process to help them move up the rankings and develop their business. Can we take a look at when you work with an organization in a group setting, how that mm. uh, how that works? 
Sure. Uh, well, you know, in a group setting, it, it's either training or a, a particular topic. We're going to train today on leadership skills or a particular part of management skills using whatever models we've decided to use based on whatever the outcome. This is why I was saying about clarity about outcome. What is your outcome here? What do you actually want? At the end of this process, what do you want? Because oftentimes people ring up and they say, well, we need some training, so what do you want? Rather than just something off the shelf, which, yeah, but we've all been on training, things like that are very tedious and boring. When it's clear, we want this training to get this specific outcome. We want this information, we want these skills and this ability. Great. Then you design the training around that. Or it could be some kind of facilitation skills or what's often referred to these days as, you know, some kind of uh, group coaching or team coaching, uh, helping the team develop a strategy towards a particular goal. Maybe they're launching a new product or service, or there's some uh, internal development that needs to be done within the team to maximize their output. Or even if it's just a team away day to sort of get on together, okay, let's design some exercises that will, you know, help build the team, the team identity, uh, and so on. So it could be lots of different things. It really does depend on what the client wants. Let's say there's an organization uh, with a sales team, and Mm. they want to better plug into potential clients or their clients and do it with uh, an eye on the the psychological uh, the psychological aspect connected to it could they look at nlp training as something that would help them out with that absolutely so you know nlp is often referred to as the as the tool of the influencer so there's a lot of language stuff and i think we talked a little bit about that uh, in one of our, our previous conversations i think maybe the first one mm-hmm. so language being clear about the outcome again that's very very important you know, understanding what the you know what does the buyer, the client, the customer really, really want, and then you use the appropriate language to ensure that you. And I don't mean this in a kind of a secondhand car salesman way. I mean this in a professional sales uh, way that you give the client what they actually want. So professional sales is really about making sure you understand fully what the customer wants, and then you deliver it in whatever way that seems uh, appropriate for, for them. You get the right level of service, the right level of product uh, by asking the right questions. So that's around you know, coaching questions, if you will, uh, and uh, ensuring that once you've done that, you then deliver on your promise. Of course, that's the other thing. Sure. You have to then deliver on your promise. And that's to do with, you know, belief systems and values that you have, as well as, you know, matching that with what the client wants. Is it possible to give an example or two of what we're talking about right now using the, let's say a salesperson wants to sharpen their skills. And I I appreciate what you said before, Tony, in terms of you don't want to look like for better, for for lack of a better description, but like a sleazy salesperson. No, that's not what this is. We're not trying to twist your arm, convince you to buy the product. It's more of making you understand that it is the product that you're looking for, but a lot of times when when somebody is uh, trying to sell that product, the client has a lot of things that pops in their head. They want to buy it, but there's there's things blocking them. Uh, yeah. Logic comes in. Uh, are there some things, some some slogans, some things that uh, a salesperson could say, even as an example here, that would help the uh, the client better understand that the product is truly right for them? Yeah. So you start off by asking questions about what criteria needs to be satisfied. I mean, I use the word criteria that might sound like a technical word, but you know, you're looking for a fridge, you're looking for a car, you're looking for a new home, you're looking for a new service for your business. What, for what reason this looking, are you, you know, what is it, what's the criteria to be fulfilled? When you're clear about that, it's pretty easy to answer that need because you've, the client's identified the need and then it's easy enough 
to satisfy it. Let's so let's do you, that. Let's let's say that we've already we've established that the the client is looking for widgets. Okay, just yeah. <laughs> any product. We'll go with widgets. <laughs> yes, and we know that they need them. Uh, that they may have even called you in as a salesperson because you're with the ABC Widget Company and they know you sell widgets, um, but they're trying to decide if they should go with your widgets to help their company. Uh, let's take it from that. We've established that. Where do we go from there with NLP? Okay. So obviously rapport, rapport, rapport with your client. So pace, pace, match, all of that kind of stuff. So that's very, so you're building that relationship and then you find out, you know, is there a certain particular type of widget or, you know, quality of widget. Uh, once you're clear about that, then you sort of say the benefits of that. So when you have this, that will be able to fulfill criteria, fulfill criteria, fulfill criteria. And we will have a follow-up service, you know, values, people's values are what motivate people anyway. And then what questions do you have that you might want to ask me about how we will support the service, the widgets, how we will deliver it. So, you know, the thing about salespeople is, Bad salespeople talk a lot. Great salespeople talk very little. The old adage of two two ears and one mouth comes to mind. So that you really have to focus on what it is they want, not what you want, other than what you can deliver. And you have to try to get that to match. So it's a lot around language, and there's a lot around pacing, there's a lot of really understanding what the other person wants. Is there I find personally the the language is the thing that intrigues me and excites me. There's certain ways you can say something so that it triggers the other person or or, or cuts through, you know, all the garbage around them. So it, it hones in. But all those things I have to imagine, you know, when somebody does your NLP training, they'll they'll be armed with all of that. Does that, that sound reasonable? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, not that, you know, that's, and that's one of the things why for many years NLP had a bad name that it was, you know, used by sleazy salespeople right. to convince people to buy stuff they didn't really want or wasn't suitable. And I understand that that has and probably does still happen. Certainly any reputable uh, training organization, that's not what they would deliver. Uh, it would be something that's far more, uh, what's the word, ethical is the word I think I'm looking for. Sure. Uh, and how you, how would you use? And, you know, when, when people do say that to me, uh, well, you know, I've heard that NLP is this and it's that and it's a bad thing. And I go, well, here's the thing. Nuclear power is either a good thing or a bad thing. It's a good thing because you can have uh, electricity, keep the citizens, you know, warm and streets lit and all of that. Or you could vaporize your enemies. Clearly, one's more extreme than the other. And it's the same with any tool. And NLP is just a tool. You can use it for good or you can use it for bad. I don't think there's anything wrong with NLP using it to, to influence people. I, I, I don't think it, you're doing anything wrong except making them understand what you're, what you're offering and the goals are even better. Uh, yeah, because sure. so many things get in the way. People people overthink it, <laughs> and as you know, if if we look at it from the sales arena, people want to buy, people don't want to be sold. So when you're there in front of them, you're it's it's perceived. Huh? I had a salesman here; he's trying to sell me something. Well, if you yeah. can cut through that and use NLP as a way to make that person understand that you're not a sleazy salesperson at all. You have something that of value, but a lot of times there's 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 things that get in the way in in the uh, in the client's mind where NLP could could kind of push through all of that. It's fascinating. It's uh, sure, and it's used in so many different areas, even right down to uh, attorneys. I I have to imagine, you know, in a court case, <laughs> right? 
Yeah, yeah, sure. I think the classic example that's been used recently is actually in in your your own country, uh, President Obama. Uh, his speeches were filled, literally filled with Miltonic patterns, which is an LP model. Um, and it was very, very interesting for us to listen to that and w- notice how he used language to get his message of change uh, across. So, I mean, yeah. that's... You know, I thank you for saying that because uh, that was on my mind, politicians in using it. And again, it's not being used for bad. We're not talking politics here at all, but it's it's to effectively get your message across. It, it, you know, this is not like... Uh, you know, uh, hypnotherapy in a way where we're trying to mind control you and, and persuade you. No, not you. at all. Not at all. No, no, no. Right? no. That, that, that's not what we're into at all. No, it's about understanding what the person wants and then getting your message across so they understand that you can fulfill their, you know, their outcome essentially. Absolutely. You know what it goes back to, Tony? The word we, we used before, clarity. So your message is clear. There's clarity behind it when you deliver it. Absolutely. Yeah, fascinating stuff here. You have so much that you offer with the UK College of Personal Development, right down to qualifying people for NLP and also uh, teaching personal development. Um, why don't we talk? We have a couple of minutes left. If somebody's interested in that aspect of it, being an NLP practitioner, by the way, I have a, a friend. Her name is Donna, and that's what she does. That's part of what she does. Uh, so very effective. In terms of your your certifications, can we talk about that for a moment? Yeah, sure, sure. So there are, there are various different levels of, of uh, certification. Uh, so traditionally in NLP, uh, the sort of entry point, I suppose, is <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, diploma. We call it foundation diploma because I think the word diploma can be a little bit misleading. People think I can get a diploma at that level. Yeah, not really. So it's foundation diploma in NLP, which is usually maybe three or four days live training, which will give you all of the basics of foundational stuff. That's why we call it foundation and give you a good overview of what NLP is and some tools and models that you can use pretty much straight away. Then people tend to jump up to the full practitioner, like you mentioned about your colleague, uh, which our program is 18 days uh, accredited by the ANLP and the AC um that gives you the whole the whole thing you know full qualification both in nlp and in leading coaching and then if people choose to continue their studies they would then probably do master practitioner which usually is quite focused on a very specific area like maybe in business or in speaking or in therapy or coaching or something like that so that that tends to be the 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 general levels that are used uh, in nlp even listening to all of this, I find it exciting because <laughs> I really do. You have you have so much that you can you can do with your life, and all these tools are there. And just make the investment. And as we said at the very beginning, Tony, that how did you say it? I want, I, you said it so wonderfully in that you're chasing success, but no, you need to attract the success. How did that go again? Yeah, so that's a quote from Jim Rowan, actually. Uh, you know, if you try to chase success, it will elude you because it's like chasing butterflies. You mm. you get become successful by becoming a better person of yourself. You attract it into you by becoming an attractive person. And, and you know, Jim Rowan was a great inspirer for me back in the early days when we were setting up the college. You you What does an attractive person mean? They're easy to get on with. They're rapportful. They're interesting. They're not prickly. They're not opinionated. They're not difficult. This is not difficult stuff. 
and a little bit of personal development. It doesn't have to be NLP. There are lots of other things. You can really begin to change your life and people will think, hey, they're nice. Well, I want to spend time with them. They're cool. Let's do let's let's hook up for a drink or for dinner or just hang out. You know, it's kind of it's nice. Yeah. Well, guess what? You just described the UK College of Personal Development. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> really did. Uh, because you're there to help people and, and move their lives forward. And that's why so many people are attracted to you. Your website. Uh, please share it with everybody, Tony. Sure. It's www.ukcpd.co.uk. And free consultation. So somebody can uh, reach out and just get a better idea what uh, might work for them. Yep. Uh, they can schedule a discovery call uh, where we will call them either on Zoom or on the phone to have a conversation about what they're actually looking for. And uh, we make suggestions uh, based on what they say. And uh, if there's anything, I mean, there's lots of free resources on the website as well. But if somebody wants to undertake something a bit more juicy, then yeah, reach out and we'll be more than happy to help out in any way we can. Fantastic. Attract, attract the success that you deserve. You work hard. That's right. Yeah, it, it'll come to you, but you have to uh, take the first step and uh, personally develop yourself in that direction. UKCPD.co.uk. Tony, great talking with you and uh, learned a lot today. Look forward next time we get together. Brilliant. Cheers, Steve. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.